Welcome to Flowcast by Trillium Flow Technologies, a podcast sharing expertise and insights on engineered valves, pumps, and actuators across power, oil and gas, general industry, and water and wastewater sectors. Tune in and experience the performance engineered difference. Hello and welcome to the Flowcast, a podcast brought to you by Trillium Flow Technology. I'm your host, Michelle Dawn Mooney, and today we are talking about Trillium and Termomechanica integration. It's an exciting time, and we have two very exciting guests we are bringing on to talk about this topic at hand. Eduardo Garibaldi, who is Managing Director, Trillium Pumps Italy, Trillium Flow Technology, and Sam Eccles, Product Director, Pumps Trillium Flow Technology. Eduardo and Sam, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Michelle. Yeah, thank you for having us. Much appreciated. Before we get into the topic at hand, I would love for our listeners to learn more about you. Can we start with you, Eduardo? Can you give us a little bit of a background on your resume? Sure, Michel. I spent 30 years of my career on the industrial supply chain, mainly here in Thermomechanica. My, I'm graduated in, uh, in engineering. And uh, inside Thermomechanica, I start my career in the workshop. Then I moved to aftermarket. Then I became the division director, and later on the managing director, where I am today. And Sam, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself as well? Yeah, of course. So I'm the product director for pumps for Trillium Flow Technologies. I was fortunate enough to join earlier on this year to get to work alongside Eduardo. I came on board just as the integration was, was happening and gathering pace. You know, a very exciting time to join. Um, by degree, I'm a mechanical engineer, and I've worked within the, the pump and rotating equipment industry for just over 15 years. Um, I started in, in tendering or applications. I've held roles within tendering, and I've worked my way through roles in engineering quality, and I've spent the last nine years in various product management positions. All right. So clearly both of you qualified to talk about the subject matter today, and I'm excited to dive right in. So let's start off with finding out a little bit more about Trillium and Termomechanica individually. What do they each do and why are they such a good fit? So Trillium is about flow control handling. It's about how we serve customers within that segment. We, we do have other businesses, but we are predominantly focused on pumps and valves. And the brand was actually established in 2019. So while this name may be quite new to people, certainly from a pump point of view, we can trace our legacy all the way back to 1897 through the Gabionetta brand. And through Termo Mechanica, we can trace it back to 1912. Um, we're focused on a variety of industries. So predominantly oil and gas, water and wastewater, power and general industry. And the seven key brands that make up Trillium just from the pump side are Gabionetta, Begerman, Flowway, Wemco, WSP, Rotojet, and most recently, Termo Mechanica Pompeii, which I'll let Eduardo give a bit more background. Okay, so about Termo Mechanica, I can say that the, the, Termo Mechanica is a really vast experience. Uh, we are on the market since 110 years. Huh? And today, let's say that we, we can be considered a unique technological partner, uh, offering what we call engineer and pump solution, not only pumps. In oil and gas, water, desalination, and power generation sector. 
uh, it will be very good to, to reach, uh, to join the trillion fluid technology because we cannot uh, enlarge all these capabilities that we have all over the, the, the globe because we are, we are mainly a regional market. We were mainly a regional market. Join Trillium Flow Technology, it means to enlarge the market a lot and to, be, to become a global player. What markets do both Trillium and Terma Mechanica serve? And how would you say they complement each other or overlap? Thanks, Michelle. It's, yeah, it's a really good question. And, and this is the most important part of what we're working through at the minute and why the companies that have been brought together under the Trillium brand have. And if we maybe just set a very, very high level background around that and to give a, a bit of an overview. If we were to look at our existing brands within the pump portfolio, you have our Gabionetta and Begerman brands, which are very much focused in terms of market on oil and gas. And in terms of the region they support is predominantly EMEA, but also with some into the Asia Pacific region. Then where we have our Flowway and Wemco, WSP and Rotojet brands, they're very much focused on the Americas side, although they do sell into EMEA um, and to a lesser extent into Asia Pacific. But they're very much from a market point of view focused on water, wastewater, mining and general industry. Now, there's some exceptions within that, but, but those are the very, very high level rules. And it's, it's what gives us such an opportunity with all these brands coming together. And particularly, as Eduardo just touched on with, with Termo Mechanica Pompe, they're really bringing a focus on the power desalination markets. Yes, they have experience product wise technology-wise, R&D-wise in, in the oil and gas sectors, but really their main focus has been on the power and desalination markets. So you can see with all these brands, they have very much a unique identity and a unique role to play within the kind of Trillium portfolio. So to give some examples of how that complements each other from a customer point of view, for oil and gas, our Gabionetta facility is very, very good at dealing with the volume sizes. They do a lot in the Middle East very complex spec, but generally high volumes of, of um, pumps and units for our customers. So it allows us to big much, much, much larger, more comprehensive projects to our customers and to serve them in a more comprehensive way. And equally, if we were to look at the Americas, for example, and how TMP makes us stronger there overall, we do a huge amount in mining and dewatering units through vertical pumps. TMP bolts onto that portfolio perfectly in terms of providing much more capability, a higher flow, higher pressure units, and also the pipeline pumps that feed the mines with all the water that's required. So it's not just the core product, but it's also these adjacent markets that it allows us to serve. And it gives TMP a footprint in the Americas to really grow. So it's very much a win-win for our customers and for our sites internally. And if we talk about some of the overlap, which are obviously some of the challenges that we're, that we're working through, there are some within, particularly you have two very large, very prestigious pump manufacturers, both within Italy. There are inevitably a handful of customers that both serve with some small elements of overlap. But in terms of the overall revenue of the business, this is a very, very small amount. And what we gain on the other areas more than offsets that. And we'll, we can maybe talk through later when we talk about our future plans of how we're dealing with some of those overlaps on a product perspective. A few more words about... Uh... I mean, the, the, the sector. Uh, Thermomechanica and GAB were in the same sector, but there was not at all overlapping on the products line. Uh, Thermomechanica is much more 
experienced on uh, medium big size instead of cap that is mainly well known as small and medium sized banks. Altogether, we can complete the offer, the, the offer portfolio for our customer. And uh, with Thermomechanica, we can add other sectors like uh, water and power generation and desalination as well. So altogether, we join these two historical Italian brands. We can say that under the same umbrella, we can say that we have a full range of products and this is uh, something really appreciated from our clients. This has been a very exciting time for both companies since the news of Trillium acquiring Terma Meconica first came out. So how is the integration progressing after six months? The integration start, is starts on April. Uh, the project has been splitted in different work stream and we already made the organization of the two companies because we are, what we are doing, we are, we are meeting the integration of GAB and, and TMP. And in the meantime, we are making the integration on trillion groups. So there are three lines of integration at the end of the story. So uh, the progress is uh, in accordance to what was the initial schedule. Uh, up to date, we already finalized the integration of operations, and by the beginning of December, we'll be ready with the integration of COMOP, what we call COMOPs, the sales, the sales, and everything related to the aftermarket. Uh, along with the integration, what we are doing is to, we are making a growth strategy on, on both companies because the synergies are a lot and we, discover, we are discovering even on, on the way on what are really the potentiality of the two companies together. Okay, thank you, Eduardo. From a product perspective, I'd just like to give an overview of, of the plans we're working through. We have three key phases that we're currently progressing, and these all these three are progressing at once because we're trying to move with a pace so we can support our customers as quickly as possible. The first phase of what we're trying to do is to really build a foundation, and by that what we mean is we're trying to evaluate where the strengths of each company are down to a product level. So where we do have these elements where there are overlaps, so exam for example, on the most common types of pumps in a refinery, so for OH2 and BB2 pump, it's inevitable that you buy a pump company and both sides have the same product. So what we're doing is through a series of customer-focused metrics on how heavy are the units, how efficient are they, how do they compare with our competition, what are the suction performance, and on and on and on. We have these weighted metrics that we had from clear voice of customer feedback. We're selecting which are the best units to take forward. And we're also identifying any gaps that we may have even across the two businesses that we need to fill going forward. And what this is doing is to create a best in class foundational range. So this is typically across what we would call the, the standard API range of pumps. So such as OH2s, BB2s, BB3s, BB5s, and, and your vertically suspended units. And that's a process that's ongoing and we're targeting completing within 12 months of the integration, which is a very aggressive pace to complete this work. 
The next phase really is, and again, this is happening in tandem at the same time, is about promoting the speciality products that we have. So as Eduardo mentioned, there's a whole host of product lines within our, our history that other pump companies simply do not have. And whether that's concrete volume pumps that TMP can offer, where we, we can deal with flows that are over 300,000 US gallons per minute or over 70,000 meters cubed in or whether that's our rotor jet range and how we bring that from what is predominantly an America's product line to serve the rest of the world more effectively. And that's a very niche pitot tube design unit that's um, an alternative for conventional low flow, high head designs that require gearboxes in the market. And then the third and final phase, and the one that's personally most exciting as an engineer, is the new product developments that we're, we're undertaking. One of the things that's been most encouraging is the amount of um, intellectual horsepower that comes with these acquisitions. And you end up bringing a lot of very, very smart, very, very driven people into the business. And particularly within the, the Termo Mechanica edition, we've got an R&D team that's already been established, that's already been set up as the, the headquarter for the pump side. And we have a very, very aggressive plan for 2020. And this was in addition to all the good work that was being done from our US pump factory and our pump factory in Nova Milanese with the Gabinetta and Begerman pump brands. So bringing all that together has given us a very, very strong pipeline and we'll be bringing things to market very, very early in 2023 that we, we probably look forward to talking to you about again. With any big business move, there are inevitably some challenges involved in the mix. What have been some of the biggest challenges you've seen within the integration? Since the beginning, what was our, I mean, motto was one plant, two locations. At the beginning, frankly speaking, I was a bit surprised, but little by little, we discovered a lot of good things. All the, what we, we were thinking that uh, were challenging was was good surprise. It was not challenges, but opportunities. We found the people linking, the two companies linked by same values. I mean, it was the uh, same, uh, same mentality and uh, was quite... Uh, quite simple, I mean, to put people around the table and to make a common understanding. So, everywhere there are challenges, but I'm confident that uh, everything will are, we are, is going smoothly without uh, any, I mean, as, as far as is the integration. The, challenge, the most important challenge will come from the market. And this is where we are moving now, because we have to, the perception of the market has, has to become what is really true, is really true. This is, uh, this is something on which we have to work, uh, to work a lot. Uh, inside the companies, I mean, we are talking the same language. We are, we have the same value. We, I mean, uh, all the colleagues uh, are working as a team since the day one. This is what I can say. Yeah, thank, thank you, Eduardo. I think, I think maybe just to reinforce what, what's been mentioned there, I think the biggest challenge we've had is 
as we were mentioning earlier, we take on all these these this extra horsepower, and you naturally have curious engineers that look across the business that that was either a competitor or at least someone that you you respected within the industry, and suddenly you have all these other new products that come across your desk, and naturally we are then inundated with, in a very very positive sense, everyone wanting to do a million and one things with one another's product. They're instantly wanting to take them and tell them to their customers. They're wanting to bring them to new markets. They're wanting to use some of the aftermarket solutions and technologies across the group. They recognize they have access to new R&D labs. From a Timo Mechanica Pompey point of view, you suddenly have access to all of Gabionetta's manufacturing products. You have access to a brand new test rig. From a Gabionetta perspective, you now have an extra high horsepower test loop. You have a hot temperature test loop. You have pumps that are of a size that they could never have designed or manufactured before, not to mention all the niche products that come out the America side of the business that tie on with a lot of um, adjacent markets that we serve, such as the route. So really, the, the biggest challenge we've had is, is setting priorities and understand, look, for our key accounts and our key customers, what are the handful of initiatives, um, product changes that are really going to move the needle? And, and not try and do everything at once and achieve nothing and instead set clear priorities and, and make sure we make real progress at real velocity for those. Okay, on the flip side, what has been the biggest surprise within the integration? The biggest surprise for me was how close the people are since the day one. Because they were talking the same language since the day one. They they were, I mean, uh, approaching all the challenges that Sam said before on the products, on the offer that we are making for our client. It was a really a surprise. I was thinking to have much more problems there. The approach was was really good since the beginning. Really, uh, we, we, we found in both companies professional people willing to, to be part of the team and to win in this project. This is what uh, surprised me, really. It's not so common in the industrial market to have people who talk the same language since the beginning because, you know, our two, we, have, we were talking about two companies almost the same size in almost the same market. So there is no one who tried to take over the other one. It was a really emerging uh, project. I feel we're both claiming the same answer, but I think it's, uh, I think it's a sign of just how strongly we both feel it to be true and, and how... Um, how overly powerful it's been in terms of making the the merger move as, as quickly as it has. You know, I've I've been through a very similar thing before for working in in the pump business where the culture wasn't there and there was a lot more adversarial competition. And to be in in the place we're in now, where people are open, defenses down, genuinely excited about change and growth and investment. It's, it's hard to state just how rare that is. And it's, it's something that takes decades to build. And it's a testament to 
to the leadership of the people that were in both of these respective businesses before that both of these sites have come together with such a positive culture. And it's about how do we grow both businesses? How do we come better together? And everyone is being open, progressive. So many changes happen organically. They're not they're not waiting to be told. They're, they're looking to work together and they're seeing opportunities where it makes sense to support customers and they're making the right decisions with the customer in mind. And, and seeing that happen organically is, is so much more powerful than it can ever be when done by committee or meeting. And, and to Eduardo's point, this is, we're a group of engineers and engineers are naturally risk averse and conservative. And there is, there is always a tendency to say, we've done it this way. And that has been exceptionally rare in this merger. People have come together with eyes wide open and we've seen where one has better practice on the. And while we will never get 100% alignment on the, the areas where, where there is disagreement, because there has been give and take on both sides, because there has been cross-functional teams of, of representatives at both sites, and because key leadership positions are, are reflected by everyone, it's not a case of one site's leadership has taken over. It's been a real integration, and it's a strength to, to Eduardo and the rest of his team that, that that has gone as smoothly as it has. And I think that's something that our customers are already seeing the benefit with the changes in our service organization. And as we go into 2023, a lot of the jobs were tendering. We couldn't have quoted the way we had um, had the integration not gone at the pace it has. So the people and the culture has definitely been the, uh, the biggest surprise. Hearing from both of you about this positive culture and environment, Eduardo, you talking about, you know, two very large, but the same size somewhat companies coming together with things that have already been in the works and now joining together and making changes accordingly. So how has Trillium worked to keep what is individually special about both companies during this integration? As I already mentioned, from the beginning, we have followed a very clear philosophy that was one plant to location. No, and little by little, we start to build up everything on, on, on this motto that was said from our president, David, David Paradis, and is following us in, in, in any meeting and in any decision that we are, we are taking. So there are all the conditions today I mean, to make a good job and a successful project. Now there, there is a big responsibility from the management because all the conditions are there. And uh, so the responsibility is, also, is only today to the managers because they have to, to, fulfill, to fulfill and to execute what they are calling for. Yeah, and I, I think just to, just to maybe enforce that i think what, what we've really tried to do is we understand that all these heritage brands that, that make up trillium have a unique strength and and we could go on and on about what differentiates all of those brands but what we've really focused on is making sure that that is communicated excessively internally that we recognize the value we recognize the history we recognize the passion knowledge experience that they all bring and we make sure above anything else it's customers first and, and the elements of each of those brands and how they serve their customers is what is going to be our priority. And making sure that 
So for example, from a product point of view, it's about making sure that we, we celebrate and keep the niche products that we have. We don't try and standardize to a point where, where we lose some of that differentiation in the market because those products have real value to our customers. And it's about where there is potential overlap, as we were discussing earlier. We can clearly explain to everyone internally and externally how we're going from two separate offerings to one much stronger, rationalized, combined offering, and ultimately serving our customers better going forward. And, and that's across plants, markets, geographies, products. You know, this applies all the way through that chain. And above all else, making sure internally and externally, we can tell the story of one trillion, but how our brands play a part within that and how they all serve different markets, customers and products. A venture like this is definitely a process. So how have you managed to keep people engaged during this time? Two large companies coming together, a lot of changes how do you do that? Just in terms of general, it's, it's communication. It's communication, communication, communication. No matter how many times we think we've given a message and we've talked about growth and we've talked about how there is investment that is already seen at both sites that wouldn't have happened if they weren't under Trillium ownership. It's about making people recognize there's a more positive future together than there was independently. And that's on both sides of that. That is from the Trillium Group and from Termo Mechanica Pompe. And it's about understanding that there's a shared vision. So we talked before about the product roadmap that we're going through, about building a foundation, about celebrating the niche products, and then going into having shared projects where we're developing new IP together. But it's just making sure that we value and recognize where people have come from. And we want to make sure that people understand that there is a much better future together than there ever could have been apart just because of the scale we have. Yes, you are... Uh... Right under percent, I can add. Uh, it it was very important to share the vision and to involve the people in some key decision, uh, even strategic decision. So they are part. They feel as a team, independently if they are from Nova or or La Spezia. What I feel in the day-to-day -day job is that they they are working. As they was one one team since uh, since long. A lot of exciting things that both of you are reporting here. So, let me ask you this: What would you say if you have to only pick one? Is the best success you've seen to date? We realized it, and and we I mean we won several projects uh, joining the two products together. I mean making just one offer, including the products of the two plants. The two plants, the, I mean, GAP and, and Thermomechanica. Uh, as our competitor were making. So this was, uh, I mean, a, a, a real success. Uh, up today, we can say that, okay, there are often ongoing, but success already achieved. Uh, if I remember well, we are... Uh, uh, summing up uh, at least four projects, both in aftermarket and in original equipment, are tangible, tangible result. Yeah, I think if I was just to, to follow on Eduardo's comments, I think if if I'm, I'm going to be forced to pick just one, I think I'm going to go for for our innovation and and R and D. I think bringing that under under one exceptional leader 
I think is, is really bringing us a really powerful focus and drive to that program. And we have such immense strength in depth across across the Italian sites and, and the team in Flowway in the US pumps. And, and also our service and engineering point of view, their feedback, being close to the customers, conducting the reverse engineering, having all of that feedback into our R&D pipeline is going to put us into a very, very unique position and, and where we just wouldn't have had the leverage or the scale doing these independently. Doing this now going forward is going to be, um, it's, going to, it's going to result in a very, very interesting 2023. And, you know, just to, to pick out one example, we're, we're going to be presenting a paper soon on HPRTs, so hydraulic power recovery turbines. This is something that both our Gabinetta and, and um, Termo Mechanica Pompeii sites have experience of. But bringing both that experience together will put us in potentially a, a market leading position where very, very few pump vendors will have that experience that we have. It's a very niche set of skills you need to be able to do this. It's everything from test capability to CFD time to intellectual horsepower of the engineers. It, it puts us in a very um, elite position within the industry, just as one example. And there's and there's dozens more we could quote throughout that. So, so yeah, innovation and R&D would be my. You spoke of positioning. So let's take a look at the future. What is next for Trillium in the next six months? Okay. Our aim, the first aim is to serve bet, as better as we can uh, our clients. This is the, the main thing. And for sure, we are on the way and we will do better in the, in the next six months. We, we already arranged the, the budget for 2023 and there are a lot of common projects on which uh, we will satisfy the needs of our clients. About the integration, we are we are following the program, and uh, up today we are online with that. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I we we will we will announce the reorganization of Comops uh, sales and aftermarket uh, on on December. In the next six months, let's say the second quarter of 2023 will be online with the IT, unique IT for site, Nova and La Spezia. And simultaneously, we will, we will be online with Trillium, with Trillium Group. Uh, about products, I leave to Sam to add something. Many thanks, Eduardo. I think just to very briefly touch on the next six months, that's going to take us, and, it, and it's amazing to think the time's gone this quickly, but that will take us to 12 months since the initial sale um, of, of Termo Mechanica Pompeii. So within the next six months, we're aiming to have the products fully rationalized and relaunched, and as well, some of our R&D work that's been commenced, and we've, we've just been prioritizing earlier this month, will also be hitting the market as well. Um, so it's going to be a very, very exciting period where we've got some some key changes coming in terms of being able to support our customers and moving us to, to be best in class in, in a whole host of areas. Onward and upward, some good things in the pipeline and uh, looking forward to the future and to see where the next six months will take you. Any final thoughts as we are wrapping up here? I repeat the sentence that I hear from David since the day one. 
Let's go win. Sam, do you have anything to add? Although that's hard, that, that line's pretty powerful. <laughs> it's, it's hard to follow up, right? I think that one line encapsulates everything we're trying to do. It's about growing, serving our customers, and it's going to be a very, very exciting uh, journey over the next the next few years for Trillium and, and how we grow going forward. But yeah, I think, I think Eduardo summed that up in much fewer words than I could manage. So I'll leave it up. And a perfect way to end. Great conversation talking about Trillium and Terma Mechanica Pompeii integrating over the last six months. As we talked about the future, six months from now will be a whole year, but hard to believe six months have already flown by and great success that you have seen and, and the challenges that we talked about working through those as well, which the challenges always arise with any big venture like this. Great conversation from both of you. I want to thank Eduardo Garibaldi, who is the Managing Director of Trillium Pumps Italy, Trillium Flow Technology, and Sam Eccles, Product Director, Pumps Trillium Flow Technology. Eduardo and Sam, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Michelle. Really appreciate the discussion. Thank you, Michelle. Bye. Thank you to all of you listening to the Flowcast podcast, a podcast brought to you by Trillium Flow Technology. If you would like to find out more information about Trillium Flow Technology, you can visit trilliumflow.com. I'm your host, Michelle Dawn Mooney. Once again, thanks for joining us and be sure to follow Trillium's Flowcast for more information coming soon. 